0: Welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And as you can tell, if you're watching us, and maybe if you've got really keen ears and you're listening, we are doing this from home again this week because like everyone, busy lives, sick kids, all that usual kind of crazy stuff and really It ties in perfectly with today's guest and topic, if we're talking about having to deal with those last minute childcare issues, because we are joined today by Alexis Simon, who is the founder of Atlantic Babysitters Club. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Well, I'm very excited for everyone to hear about this because right now already I can hear like everyone who's... I would say from age 45 right down to about age eight these days, you hear those words Babysitter's Club and you already know basically what we're going to be talking about. But for anyone who might be out there that somehow is not quite sure, can you describe for us what exactly Babysitter's Club is, especially your brand and version of Babysitter's Club?
1: Totally. So uh, the name is just a play on the books. Really, everybody knows them. And um, I, we have the core values of the fact that we provide babysitting, uh, but in a little bit more of a professional manner. Um so and what we provide is uh, professional childcare providers to families who need childcare. Um, so we can provide anything from casual all the way through to nannying services uh, on a full-time basis. Um, what makes us so different is that we are taking out the work of having to find sitters. So for me as a parent, the last three years, I have really struggled to find childcare. I don't have that village. My family is not from Atlanta, Canada. And after I had my two kids, it was just me and my husband and I didn't have anyone to rely on. I was finding sitters off of Facebook and Kijiji and I was uh, begging neighbors for things that were like really important if I had a doctor's appointment or whatever. And I was just really stuck and I just knew there had to be a better way. it's it sucks to have to find sitters and meet strangers that you you don't know anything about them. Um, this all started when my husband and I were in Toronto. Uh, we wanted to go see a Blue Jays game with the kids, but we desperately were like, "Wouldn't it be so nice if we could go out for dinner?" And I just searched for Toronto babysitter clubs, like thinking I could maybe drop the kids off somewhere or whatever. And um, I found a babysitting agency and I was like, mind blown. Like, how does this not exist in Halifax? How has nobody ever thought of this? And then beyond that, I did more research and all of it to Canada. This just doesn't exist. And it's a huge problem. I reached out and talked to so many parents and they're in the same boat as us that they just want to have, be able to have a break.
0: <laughs> hmm Isn't Only that the truth? To have, have that sense too, of like, Not scrambling through the, you know, what friends do I have that have kids who are old enough that may babysit? And then, yeah, if you have a doctor's appointment, that's the middle of the day. That's, you know, the high school kid that you might have found that's fantastic isn't going to help you when they're in class. So to have, like you say, an, an agency that takes that and pulls it together is just fantastic. Can you talk a little bit more about how you find the babysitters that you make available to families?
1: So when I first started, I posted in um, ECE job boards, I wanted to make sure that these sitters were professionals at what they do and that they love what they do. Uh, We're not we're not hiring teenagers um, that live down the road. We are hiring actual childcare professionals. Um, So everyone that works on our roster has to have a minimum of five years of child care experience outside of their own home. And they have to have a background check with vulnerable sector screening, and we require CPR and uh, references as well. So we, um, I personally interview everybody, and I get to know them. And I kind of have a vibe check of, would I welcome this person into my home to take care of my two children, who I love more than anything? And if my answer is yes, then that's great. And if they meet all of the requirements, then they're on board with us.
2: Um, do you, do you find, um, you have mentioned Halifax, so I'm assuming you're Halifax based. I am Halifax based, but we also, I,
1: my husband's family's from Moncton and I heard a huge cry for that there as well. And so we are still new. We're in our third month of business and things are booming here in Halifax and we're making our way through New Brunswick. So I'm actually in the middle of interviewing, um, for a couple of more candidates in Moncton and we're looking to do Fredericton and St. John as well.
2: Wow. Look at you. That's amazing. You're only three
1: months into this. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. It's honestly, it's taken off way faster than I thought it would. And that just shows that there is such a demand for it. Uh, People have been really excited and parents are just loving the convenience of it.
2: I think too, and you'll find um, because so many people are leaving their families and coming out east, right? that uh, like Jenna and I both don't have family here to help us with our kids either. So like, that's, I think probably why Jenna was so on board with this when she found out about it and to have you on the show. Cause she's been there, she's done that. Uh, and I feel the same way, especially when it comes to middle of the day stuff, or some people have relatives that are just like, I've raised my kids. I'm not going to help with yours. That does happen a lot, right? Totally happens a lot. Um, for us here,
1: we um, use our sitters to, Help with like our marriage and my own personal care and things like that. I actually truly believe that my personal sitter uh, that we struggled for a long time to find and are very happy to have her now has saved like my mental health, my family life. Um, We have her come on occasional Saturday mornings just so that we can sleep in. And it's so nice as a parent to get that one morning together that we can sleep in and drink a coffee that is hot in our bedroom together.
0: <laughs> that is priceless right there. Like that is it. Babysitting shouldn't be seen as something that we only have to do, you know, out of desperation. If, if it's a doctor's appointment or something like that, you're, you're so right that it's something that people should be able to do and access. Um, yeah. Just for the, the enjoyment of time together.
1: Totally. I, you know, if moms hear it all the time, that relationships struggle and they have a hard time to find time to shower when you have a newborn, but imagine you have a newborn and your husband or your partner has gone back to work. And you're like, I would love to have a sitter come here for three hours today so I can shower, do a little laundry, take a nap. You don't have to go anywhere, but you can have help and or get ready for Christmas. Yeah, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's, So much time, like only so much time in the day and to be able to have someone to take over that aspect of your childcare, just so you can have that minute to do that is so worth it. And, um, these sitters are just awesome. So I, I have, like I said, I've gone through the Facebook hiring and I have had good experiences and not good experiences. Mm -hmm. I have had sitters no show on me, I have had a sitter who didn't know how to change a diaper, and I have, I have two under two. Um, So it's a lot It's busy I know it takes a lot. (laughs) And um, you can totally see the difference between a sitter who has experience and knows what they're doing versus somebody who uh, doesn't necessarily ever experience that before know necessarily what they're doing. And, So we strive to make sure that our sitters are our professionals. They know what they're doing. They can come in, make children comfortable and parents comfortable. But what parents tell me that they're loving is that as soon as the sitters get there, they can just see their children like melt into just this level of comfort with them because they're just so good at what they do. It's amazing.
0: I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about that. You know, I'm I'm picturing right now there are people listening and watching her like, oh, I think I could do that. What exactly? You know, you, you talked about the fact that you need some early education background and whatever. But what what is that process if someone thinks they actually want to come in as part of your, your roster of babysitters?
1: Uh, so we just ask that people apply on our website, um, we don't require that you're an early childhood educator it was just kind of like my target audience when I first started, uh, but we do require that you have five years of childcare experience outside of your own home um, so like the difference being a 15 year old who has watched their younger sibling versus someone who is 20 years old and has been babysitting since they were 15. Um, that would be like considered a significant amount of experience in my opinion. Um, And then we also require, like I said, the background check and CPR. And I do have someone that I'm affiliated with that can help with parents or any sitter that wants to be certified in CPR that we can uh, partner with them to get that sorted out. And then we need two professional references that I will personally reach out to,
2: um, to ensure that this is going to be a good role for them. Do you find that um, you're having a bit of an issue finding people um, who have the qualifications that want to work? Weekends, because I'm sure a lot of your parents, that's what they're looking for, right? Especially with like staff Christmas parties coming up and things like that. That seems to me like more of a role that a teenager would want to fill. To be honest,
1: uh, as you guys know, there is a crisis in childcare right now, and our ECEs and working professionals are not making enough money to mm-hmm. make ends meet. And so unfortunately they do want to work on weekends. I wish that wasn't the case uh, for them. Um, and in saying that we are striving to pay our sitters very well. So um, we do start all of our sitters at $18 an hour. We openly discuss that with them and um, they do have an incentive program to earn a raise every 100 hours that they work up to a maximum of $20 per hour. This is, is so important to me because these sitters are doing amazing work and they are professionals at what they do and they deserve to be paid well. Um, I feel like they just aren't, you know, in the general public, that's not necessarily how people feel about babysitting. They don't want to pay that much. It is expensive. And I totally get that and empathize with that, but it's so important that they are recognized and valued for their time that they're putting into this.
0: Completely agree. It is. It's something that, yeah, we should expect to pay a premium for because it's a premium service. This is, yeah, I, I don't want to cheap out I of my pain to watch my kids. I, I want them to want to be there because it's, they're valued and that yes. they feel that way.
1: Totally. That's it for me. Like when I have a babysitter that I love and I want to hold on to, I treat them like gold because they're so hard to come by. And it's important that they feel valued. Everybody wants to feel valued for their work and what they're doing. And these are your children that you're trusting them with. Um, you know, if you want to hire the next door neighbor's kid to watch your kid, like that's totally, I get that. And I understand that there's a place for that. Um, but for me personally, like I have a child who does have some illnesses and things like that. I need to know that i have a professional in my home who knows what to do in case of emergency or needs to perform CPR. Um, I need to know that that is going to happen if it happens.
2: Yeah, that's true. And you're not, you're not going to find that. I know I, I sprained my arm when I was a kid while I was with a babysitter and they didn't tell my mom. They, didn't. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like things, things like that. I mean, we're talking like 85 here, but still <laughs> you know, times were different, <laughs> but still I can, can you imagine that now? That like no would not fly.
1: It would not. The other the other piece of this that I didn't expect going into this uh, business when I started it that has surprised me is how much the parents are loving that there is accountability. So with us being the agency that works with them, like a parent can come to me and say, "Hey, like I had X Y Z concerns. You know, can we address this?" And and I can. I can go to that sitter and have that conversation with them. Uh, in the reverse of that, there is also the positive side of things is that I'm getting a lot of really great feedback and I can give that to the sitters and it makes them feel really good. And it makes them want to go back and work with that family again. Um, so it's working on both sides to be able to leave that, the feedback and the accountability parents know that, um, you know, if something goes wrong, the sitter's just not going to just disappear or whatever, or. Um, continue to go doing that with other parents Mm
0: -hmm. well and like you said that idea of you know i I think for what many reasons we are in that world right now where yeah there are people who just say they're going to do something and don't show up and flake out on you and you can't have that when it's something as serious as, you know, childcare so you can go to a doctor's appointment. Exactly. You know, having that accountability of it being a business and not just yeah, someone off kijiji is yes. I think very reassuring for parents. Like you said especially those who yeah, don't have the friends and family fallback in their lives.
1: Totally. Uh, we do have a code of conduct as well. And that is one thing that we're very strict on that the sitters know that if you no show on a sitting without providing uh, some form of communication to both the business and the parent, your contract with us would be terminated. That is like an absolute not okay with us. Um, because A business can't function <laughs> in that, in that sense. Um, and that's not fair to do to parents. I understand that emergencies and things like that come up. But with us being the business, you're also getting a pool of sitters to work from. So say you need a sitter at two o'clock today and they tell you right now that they're not going to make it, let's, going to let me know, and I can reach out to the rest of my sitters and hopefully do my absolute best to find someone to cover for that so that you don't have to miss whatever your doctor's appointment is or anything like that.
2: So how does a family pick, um, the sitter that's best for them? Do they, does the family come to you and you decide who best fits the family or can they like look at your roster and go, I'd like to work with Melissa this week. She looks like she'd get along best with my kids.
1: So we have two options. So uh, for a basic standard sitting is what we call it. So if you want to just a four hour, you know, six to 10 PM sitting, um, you can book that online. So you would go in and select your location. So uh, you can select Moncton, New Brunswick and you'll see the sitters that are available in that area and their availability and pick who you want. They have a profile online with their photos and that choice is up to you. If you are unsure after reading those profiles you're welcome to send us an email and we can talk about it. So we can talk about what you're looking for out of a sitter and uh, make those arrangements and make recommendations based off of your needs. Um, so if you have like a more complex situation, like you're looking for, uh, ongoing care from on Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays for X, Y, Z days, then you can reach out to me and I will find a sitter that has an availability that matches that and aligns with what you're looking for.
0: I heard you mention four hours. Is that a minimum booking requirement if you're going to book through the agency?
1: We do have a four hour minimum booking requirement. And then this goes along with valuing and respecting our sitters time. Um, it needs to be worth it for them to travel to you and spend that time out of their day to come and be with you and your family.
2: That's a, a valid point that the traveling too. I know when, uh, I finally felt okay to leave my kids with, with other people. Cause I think that that's a big issue with parents too. Right. Is like, They, they, um, I don't know, feel, I felt like I needed my kids to be able to tell me everything, like be able to tell me everything before I was going to leave them with anybody else. But then it was like, who do I get to come to my house? I live in the country when I get home, I don't want to have to turn around and drive back into town to drop somebody off. So the fact that these people have their own transportation too, like that's such a win-win.
1: Yes, not all of our sitters do, uh, you know, it's not a requirement of the job, but we do have a lot of sitters that are open to driving and um, that's, yeah, part of the role for them and they know that and they are actually the ones getting a lot of the shifts because that's what people are looking mm-hmm. for. There are a lot of areas um, throughout Atlantic Canada that are kind of remote that don't have bus service and um,
0: that's the people that really need sitters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Okay, laughs> as I look out over the fields and the dark uh-huh. farm in the distance, yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. Uh, what about overnights? Do do you offer that?
1: We do offer overnight services. Um, So far, it is individual. So we can uh, discuss pricing with people in that manner. Like it really depends on if you have a young child who is still needing to be bottle fed throughout the night, um, the pricing structure on that. But if it is, you know, for older children who typically sleep through the night, we just charge a base rate for the sleeping hours. And if for some reason they had to get up, then it would charge like their hourly rate. Um, So it is kind of based on a, a a family situation on how we do the pricing for that. But things like overnights would be something that you would email me with and then I can um, get back to you kind of with options and and find the best fit for you.
0: Mm-hmm. I can just imagine how excited. Everyone who's listening and watching right now is going to be, and they're going, okay, you've told us all this fantastic stuff, but but how do we get it? How do we find the agency? So why don't you share a little bit more about the ways people can get in touch with you?
1: Totally. So we have a website. It's atlanticbabysittersclub.com. That's where you'll find all of the information of everything we offer. And that's how you book with us online. If you don't want to go through speaking with me, Uh, it is super easy to go on. You just make an account, uh, pick the time and person you want, hit book now, and you will get a automated email that comes with a family profile for you to complete. Um, So once you get that email, you need to fill it out uh, within 24 hours, um, or sorry, 24 hours prior to your sitting so that the sitter knows what they're getting into when they get there. This is the other great part is that that takes away all of the back and forth that you typically have with a sitter. Mm-hmm. So this form tells us everything. So it tells us what your children's bedtime routine is, bathtime time routine. What do they like to eat? What do they like to play with? Is there a park near you? Do they have medications? That's like, it's a very, it's a long form the first time you fill it out, but you never have to do it again. And you don't have to talk about the sitters ever again. (laughs) Any sitter that you have, um, if you had more than one that was coming to your house can look at
2: that and know what they're coming into and be prepared uh, for the day with your kids. Okay, perfect. And you did, uh, before we wrap things up here today, you did mention that you like your sitters to be paid $18 an hour. Is that the rate? Cause you, oh, you Sorry, have... so we do charge $24 an okay. hour as
1: an agency. Um, and then we charge our sitter or we pay our sitters this 18 to
2: start and it goes up from there. Okay. Perfect. I honestly was like, I hope you're making money off of this. <laughs> This is such a great thing. You deserve it. <laughs> yes. As any business
1: no, no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, As any business owner knows, there are a lot of expenses behind the scenes as far as uh, running a website and all of the things that go
2: with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's never cheap.
0: Never. And so cheap. is all the is all the payment then uh, taken care of like online? through the agency so you don't actually have to worry about having the cash on hand that night to pay the babysitter correct
1: so that is correct you will receive an invoice at the end of your shift uh, usually that night or the next day and it'll be sent via email or text message your preference and you can
2: save your card on file and just hit checkout,
1: and that's it it's How
2: amazing and beautiful yeah yeah, you really are simplifying things. I love it. So, I mean, if we had to sum it up, you would be a Christy Thomas, I'm guessing, right? Totally. Totally. <laughs> I even I even told my oldest, she's 10. I was like, "So, this girl I'm interviewing, uh, she created the babysitters club and she was like, "What? You're talking to Anne M Martin?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. She she loves her authors. Let me tell you. So, um, I do really do think what you're doing is a wonderful thing and it was brilliant and it amazes me what mothers can create when we realize that there's something amazing missing. So thank you and bravo.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.